1: From underdog triumphs to powerhouse showdowns, we've got your winning playbook covered. It's BetQLU with Chris Mack, RJ Choppy, and John Martin, presented by BetMGM.
0: And welcome into the latest edition of BetQLU right here on the BetQL network, betql.com, the place where you get all your five star bets. Whether it's college football or anything else going on in the world, we have got you covered at BetQL. Of course, you know this show every single week, whether you catch it on Odyssey Sports' YouTube channel or across the BetQL network, maybe even as a podcast inside your Odyssey app every single weekend. We got you covered for close to an hour of college football talk, getting you insight on the biggest games of the weekend and the betting markets you are most interested in as well. That does not change This week at all, alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. Hey there. Uh, We welcome you in. And after five weeks, I guess we can start to look at the playoff picture, at least the very early playoff picture. Georgia ekes another tight one out against Auburn uh, this time, guys. And Michigan ranked number two, but who have they beaten? You've got Florida State, Texas, Ohio State, All involved in the conversation. You've got your triple threat match going on out in the Pac-12. A couple other teams still on the periphery of the conversation, including Penn State as well. So let's start here. John, as we look at the college football playoff odds, we got four teams that are favored right now. Georgia, Florida State, Michigan, Texas. And we got about seven or eight teams that are on the outside looking in as dogs who you may consider having legitimate chances at the playoff. Um, let's start with those big four of those four that are currently favored to make the playoff, Georgia, Florida state, Texas, Michigan, Michigan, which of those four do you think is most vulnerable right now?
2: Oh man. Um, I don't know. I think I would probably have to say, um, honestly, I, I might have to say Georgia. Um, and, and the reason is because we just haven't seen anything, really, uh, from that quarterback position. Um, and, I mean, maybe it's there, and maybe we see it this weekend against Kentucky, and and, and this sort of – Setting feels like the first time we'll really be watching to see like is 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 Georgia going to be tested? Kentucky maybe right. can do it. I don't know, but uh you know I think that's the and look, it's hard to win you know three in a row. I mean that's why we were coming in here this year, season talking about it. Like I know Georgia was the odds-on favor but it's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to win three three years in a row. Like it's just not mm-hmm. usually in the cards. There's a reason why it's only happened once since. You know, Minnesota did it back in 1930 or whatever it was. So, I, I don't know. I think Georgia probably, just for those reasons, I have a little bit more, uh, you know, I'm more comfortable and I have a little bit more trust in the quarterbacks sort of around them than I do with Georgia right now.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's weird, Choppy. As as we look at the picture, Georgia has, I, I think their first quarter score point differential is perfectly even at zero. Mm-hmm. They've, scored se- they've only scored 17 points. In the, in the first quarters of their games so far. Michigan, who's right there with them, has done the reverse blueprint of that. They've basically sat everyone in the fourth quarter of most of their games. Um, they've come out and dominated early. But again, the question of who have they played, I don't know if either one of those two are the two teams you look at as the best, maybe the most vulnerable. I question the Wolverines. Ironically, they're headed to Minnesota uh this weekend to play a big one maybe their first real test I don't know if that counts as a test or not which team do you like right now of those four favorites and which team do you look at as the most vulnerable
1: well I think Florida State's the team I like the most I, just because I, I look at their schedule and I think they have the easiest path um you know now they're gonna have to play the two seed the second best overall team in the cut co- in the conference championship but I mean they're gonna be favored all the way out uh, and now look, all these teams are probably going to be favored in every game they play. Maybe Michigan's a dog at Penn state, you know, in, in, in a couple of weeks, maybe, but I mean, it's a pick them at, at worst, right. Or best. So I, th- I think I feel best about Florida state. I'll say Georgia for the main reason is, is that, you know, they're going to have to probably play Alabama in the conference championship game and, um and they still have to go on the road to tennessee which i mean who knows what could happen there it's not an easy place to play uh so i'll i'll probably say georgia they have not looked good man they just haven't this is a quarterback world we're in now and yep you know they're they're the team that that i mean they got the greenest quarterback of the bunch i mean look at those top four teams you know they've got the quarterback with the with the you know really the least experience so give me georgia
0: yeah, it's it's hard to get a handle. I think I will say this: this this is what I can stake a claim to at this point in the season, um, five weeks into the college football season. Is of I can guarantee you one of those four, at least one of those four teams will not be around when we get to playoff time. Like we're we're not in one of those years where you get the the four early on and you feel like you can ride it out. We're not even at college football playoff. Uh, selection uh show you know time of year right. where we get that three or four weeks out from the actual top four being granted um I can guarantee you that I, I wouldn't be surprised if only one of those four is still around when we get to the very end like this seems like John this feels like the most volatile early in the season we've been in a in a good five six seven years.
2: Yeah, because it is i mean you have you have texas right i mean do we like really buy that mm-hmm. you know I I, I I i can't i mean it's it, i don't know like maybe i maybe i'm just late to this whole thing um but i just i, I i'm not quite there you know georgia has got quarterback problems um florida like florida state you know probably should have lost to lsu or at least that game would have should have been a lot it should have looked a lot different than it ultimately did in the second half because of the red zone woes of LSU. Um so, you know, Jordan Travis is good for some, you know, bewildering throws, you know, a couple times a game. So yeah, I think that's yeah. why. It's like you just you you don't have like a dominant team. There's not one dominant team. There are teams right. that are slightly better. There are teams that take advantage of schedule. There are teams that have good quarterback play, but you don't have like that undefeated 13-0, no question. But, like, you just don't have that team that has that feel right now to me.
0: Yeah, uh, and yeah. I I question whether Texas even gets through this weekend, I think. I, I have legitimate concerns about the, the game against Oklahoma, which we'll get into in greater detail later. But, I mean, th- th- there's, a, there's a major flaw, it feels like, in each one of
1: these teams. There is. I mean, look, you could go down the list. I know there's only, you know you know, eight or nine teams that we have listed, but. There's probably 15, 20 teams. Basically, any one-loss team in the top 20, if they win out, they got a legit chance of getting there. Any one-loss team does. Now, maybe not like Duke. Duke's one-loss, right? I think maybe not Duke, but the rest of them, I mean, I could could seriously see just about any other one of those teams that have one loss finding their way in, uh, or at least finding their way into the conversation at the very end you know, in terms of Texas, Texas has got, they got flaws. There's, there's no doubt about it. Um, their issues are going to be playing with success. That's always their issue. Uh, in Austin, and, and I know.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
1: People in Austin don't think this happens elsewhere. They think they get too fat and happy down there that no other college campus treats their athletes the way they do at the University of Texas. Nobody <laughs> caters to athletes like they do in Austin, as if that doesn't happen everywhere else. That's the excuse they come with. They're The only the best thing the University of Texas is in, in the college football landscape is at making excuses as to why they aren't better than they actually are year in and year out. Huge test for them. Like I said, we'll get into Texas-Oklahoma
0: in just a little bit when we go uh, detailed on three huge games this weekend. Uh, as far as the teams that are not favored, that are plus money, dogs to make it to the college football playoff, Ohio State's plus 140, Penn State 250. You've got the trio of Pac-12 teams, Washington, Oregon, USC, all plus 340, Oklahoma's plus 360. you got mm-hmm. Bama and Notre Dame. Back there as well at seven and seven fifty. Um, you, you mentioned it, R.J. It, it feels like uh, anybody with one loss at this point is still in the conversation. But John, is there a team out of that bunch that I just named—Ohio State, Penn State in the Big Ten, Washington, Oregon, Southern Cal in the Pac-12, Oklahoma in the Big Twelve, or Bama in the SEC? We'll throw Notre Dame into the conversation as well. Any out of those group that you look at and say? Yeah, they've got the clearest path to to capitalize when one of the fir- four current favorites
2: falls out. For sure, uh, and it's it's Penn State, man. Of course, it's Penn State. Uh, and, and the re- I'm not, look, I'm not saying they're going to do it, but you asked me about a path, my guy. So let mm-hmm. me clear it for you. It's called the <laughs> Big Ten schedule, and it's called having Michigan at home, and it's in my opinion. weeks away from knocking off a fraudulent ohio state team and if you're lucky you're going to catch them before they have lost and so the reputation that they're going to come into that game with uh you know will still be pretty high so yeah it's penn state and what i like about penn state is that they just they know who they are they they know what they do well um they lean on that and that's going to be pretty much good enough to beat 98 percent of teams in college football so uh, if you're talking about a team that's outside of the current four that I think there actually is still some value on to, to, to crack it, for me, it absolutely starts with Penn State because of the opportunities that I think they're going to have and take advantage of at least in one with Ohio State, even though it's there. I don't care. I told you I can't wait to fade Ryan Day in, in, in his next big game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can, I, I, I'm I'm trembling. With excitement, I can't (laughs) wait, and I know we're going to be getting like you know four and a half, six. I mean, it's going to be such a juicy number. Like I, I just cannot wait to 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 press submit. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's
0: awesome. Uh, You, Uh, you and Lou Holtz, he's coming after both of
1: you. (laughs) uh, I'm
2: telling you, I'm serious. He's going to fall on his face, and it's going to be against Penn State. I'm telling you, we even going to have to wait until Michigan.
1: There we go. Oh, look, I'd be lied if I said I didn't put some money down on my boys because at 140-1 to 1 with uh, a win-out-and-we're-in schedule, that's it's a lock if they win out. They're just not going to win out. That's the problem. The answer, then, uh, is Washington. Uh, they get Oregon at home, and they go to maybe the most overhyped team in the world in USC who has no home field advantage. Um the, the scary game for them might be at Oregon State. That might be the scariest game yeah. for them the rest of the way. Weird things happen at Corvallis, man. But I love Penix. I, lo- I love him to death. Uh, I-, I think Washington is that team. They've just been
0: so dominant, too, in their wins. I mean, it's – it's yeah. other than the Arizona game, which understandably is is the most recent one and, and may have some people trending towards the belief that Washington uh, got – fat and happy as well early on, uh, I, I don't they, – they've just been utter, utterly they, – they've just demolished teams, and, and I think I, – I'm, I'm right there with you. If, if I have to pick a team from that trio of the Pac-12 that, that are there in USC and Oregon and Washington, I think you're right, Choppy. The schedule falls Washington's way. I do think that – I think there's a, a huge opportunity, John, for Oklahoma – to do something this weekend. And again, we'll get into that game specifically, but Oklahoma, I think, is kind of lurking back there in a Big 12 where you talk about schedule advantages. They can get past Texas. It's wide open from there.
2: I mean, I I think my hesitation with Oklahoma is, A, like their coaching staff. Uh, I mean, I, I have it put last year out of my mind. Uh, and yep. I like I like Dylan Gabriel. I think he uh, can do some really good things, uh, and he's had a he's had a great career there at, at Oklahoma. Um, but it, to me, it's like, you know, big games. Am I am I really going to be able to get there and 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 trust this staff and this quarterback in them? You know, yeah. That's why I, 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 that's why I like Penn State because they they played in those games. They've been in those big games. Um, Oklahoma has historically not under this staff, though. So I think that's where, yeah. Like, admittedly, if if they're able, like this weekend, if they're able to pull it off, that's great. You know, that's that's a huge step for them. I just I'm skeptical.
0: A little bit later in the show, after we go through the three big games we're going to talk about—Oklahoma, Texas, Kentucky, Georgia, Notre Dame, Louisville—we will ask the uh, some questions about two big stories that came out late in the week. You got. Tez Walker being named eligible for North Carolina. You got a uh, Urban Meyer to Michigan State rumors. Uh, uh, you want to go? You want to go from a scandal like that to Urban? I'm um, hanging out at the mm-hmm. bar with my girlfriend Meyer when my team's flying back home. No, I don't. We'll get into all that a little bit later we'll get you our best bets as well if we have time we'll touch on uh the big 10 schedule rotation that came out late in the week as well a lot to get to alongside john martin i'm i R- i'm rj choppy i can't believe i just did that wow <laughs> that's
2: the hell wrong with hey me? it's good you to have what? it's good to have people you look up to man you know what i mean <laughs> like right, role model.
1: right here brother at 50, uh, my friend. Hello, uh, John on Twitter, He's
0: RJ Choppy. I'm Chris Mack. I'm going to get my head screwed <laughs> on straight. We're going to preview no Dame, Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia, and the Red River rivalry next, right here on BetQLU.
2: You've been listening to BetQLU, presented by oh. BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.